Oasis of Wisdom Bible Church, the church of a distant Christian Lord, we come into your presence to learn at your feet. I ask, O oh Lord, let my lip satisfy the hunger of your people. Thank you, Daddy, for answer prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hunger for God is still the topic. We're going on the second session of that discussion. For four Sundays now, the Lord has been helping us. We have been looking at the connection between hunger and the social spiritual welfare of man. So, in summary, what we have been looking at is the connection between hunger and the social spiritual welfare of man. You will recollect that we first examine the social psychological side of that subject under the topic hunger for success. And precisely from last week, we started looking strictly at the spiritual side of the subject. While we were rounding up on hunger for success, we mentioned that hunger for success is biblical and legitimate, but it is not the ultimate. And so from last week, we started to look at the ultimate hunger. So we started looking at the spiritual side of the subject on how Jesus employed the biological experience of hunger that is common to all men. Okay, who is that man that is never hungry for food, for love, for fulfillment of aspiration? So, Jesus also employed the experience that is common to man about the passion called hunger to communicate eternal truth. And so, adopting Jesus' style, for we are to follow in his steps. We are going to draw from the Holy Spirit again this morning to push the study further. And I'm trusting the Lord that we are going to be blessed very tremendously in the name of Jesus. Now, what is bread? What is bread? Jesus spoke so much about bread. Not only that he spoke about bread, metaphorically he called himself also the bread of life. So, what actually is bread? In a simple language, bread is anything edible which satisfies hunger and nourishes the body. Anything edible which satisfies hunger and nourishes the body. In the course of previous study, I did mention that we eat to live and not that we, we live to eat. A responsible person eats to live, not that he lives to eat. So we live for purpose and we need to gain energy to achieve that purpose. That's what basically the life of a responsible person should be all about. You derive energy from the food you eat to achieve a particular purpose. So if you don't understand this, you will live a wasted life. This simple concept, if you don't understand it, you live a wasted life. Tell your neighbor, make purposeful use of every grace that God gives you. So life itself is a gift. So when you don't make a purposeful use of it, you are wasting life. So the purpose of bread. Bread is needed for energy and also for growth. 
bread is needed for energy and also for growth. It is also needed to stay healthy and to fight germs. Somebody want me to come again? Bread is needed for energy. It's also needed for growth. It's needed to stay healthy and to fight germs. So, the physical bread, therefore, is a metaphor for the spiritual bread. So, the word of God is the spiritual bread. The word of God is the spiritual bread. We put so much emphasis on that last week. When Jesus said, except you eat my flesh and you drink my blood, you have no part in me. He was not asking them to become cannibals who eat uh, human flesh. But rather, he was asking them to feed on the word of God. So the word of God is the spiritual bread. So whatever we have said, the physical bread can achieve. Okay? The same thing is replicated when you hit the word of God. You gain spiritual energy. You gain spiritual growth. You stay spiritually healthy. And you are able to fight jams, demons, paths of darkness cannot overcome you. So, anything you can therefore think of as the function or necessity for the physical bread, they are equally the rule to be performed by the word of God. So, anything you can think out, okay, as the usefulness of the physical bread. So, in the spiritual sense of the word, the word of God performs the same function. So, as we need physical bread to stay alive physically, the spiritual bread is equally required to stay alive spiritually. So if you starve yourself of the word of God, gradually you will die spiritually. That's why Jesus put that emphasis on the fact that a man shall not live by bread alone. Matthew 4, verse 3 and 4. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made. What was Jesus' answer? But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So, simply put, the word of God, which is the spiritual bread, is as important and in fact much more important than the physical bread. Is somebody listening to me? How many of us can stay three, four, five days, even when we are fasting? Okay? <laughs> there is a point we get to we have to break the fast so the word of God which is the spiritual bread is as important and in fact much more important than the physical bread in the life of a man and that's why we said your attitude to the word of God matters a lot we need physical bread for physical growth the word of God is equally needed for spiritual growth when we get born again we are regarded as babes newborn babes in Christ and the apostle Peter recommended that just as the newborn child depend on the mother for breastfeeding, so must the newborn babe in Christ to also desire the sincere make of the world. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2 He said, as newborn babes desire the sincere make of the world that you may grow thereby. When somebody was uh, making contribution last week, he put it perfectly that the reason many people who respond to the gospel message and surrender their life to Christ cannot continue the race is because they don't give attention to the world. They don't feed on the world. So if you will continue in grace, then you must feed on the word of God as newborn babes. And you don't get to a point whereby you break off from the world. 
Hello. What the scripture teaches us is that you get to a point whereby you don't only stay on me. You know, the mother will get to a point where the mother will win the child from milk and start to introduce solid food. So, Apostle Paul now teaching on spiritual maturity now recommending that uh, we should not continue to feed on milk, but get to a point whereby we feed on solid world. So just as we need physical bread for physical energy, we draw spiritual strength from feeding on the word of God. We draw spiritual strength from feeding on the word of God. You see, a man of God who is feeding on the word of God will not go outside the scripture, okay, looking for power. A believer who is feeding on the word of God will not go outside the scripture looking for power. The reason you see all the mess we are finding you with it, that's going on in this mess age is because we don't allow the word of God to satisfy us. There are vitamins and other nutrients in the physical bread that fight germs. In the same manner, the word of God is a spiritual weapon for fighting spiritual battles. Just like minerals and vitamins are in the body, and we derive them from the food, the physical food that we eat to fight germs. In the same way, we are vitamins of the spirit in the Bible. I expect somebody to be excited about that. Ephesians 10. I read verse 10, 11, 12, and 13. Then I jump to verse 17. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Verse 17. And take the element of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword is offensive. The sword is for attack. Okay? And the scripture mentioned here that the sword of the spirit is the word. So you find spiritual vitamins and minerals, antibodies with which you fight demons. Just as in the natural vitamins and antibodies fight gems. So, and all of this, you derive them from the word of God. So, essentially speaking, bread is vital to keeping soul and body together. Bread releases nutrients to the body. To keep bodily function alive. Okay. And for us to have this bread, okay, God so wire our body, okay, to go after it, to have a demand for it. God put an instinct in us, okay, that desire bread all the time. Okay, if I keep preaching and for the next five hours I didn't stop, no matter the anointing that is flowing, okay, when you when you begin to get hungry. Okay, you will want to say, Pastor, stop and let's, uh, let's find something to eat. Let's have a break. Are we together? So, it's an instinct. Okay? And it is one of those things that when we also go born again, God puts inside us the hunger for his word. So, the moment you begin to lose your hunger for the word of God, a spiritual problem is already setting in. Are we together? So, hunger plays a vital role in the life of a man, both in the physical sense of the word and in the spiritual sense of the word. Hunger is a vital biological petition. You know what a petition is? You are making an appeal. You are making a request. Okay? You are translating your desire to a prayer. That's petition. Hunger is a vital biological petition for food supply. 
and invariably for nutrient supply to make bodily function to go on. Of course, loss of appetite for food is a symptom of absence of bodily well-being. Medical personnel in the house, when you start to lose appetite for food, it's an indication that you are losing bodily well-being. I've told you the story of my sister who because she was sick and all manners of uh, food were made available so that she can make her choice. Okay? And then she lamented and said, Mommy, when I was healthy, okay, uh, and I can rush you, or what is the language you use? Eh? All this food, they were not available. Now that I'm sick and there's no appetite, it's when all of these uh, assorted foods are not made available. So, loss of appetite for food is a symptom of absence of bodily well-being. So, loss of appetite for the word of God is equally a symptom of absence of spiritual well-being. When we have to appeal to you and plead with you, come to church, hear the word of God, have good attitude to the word of God, it's a signal that you are spiritually sick. And of course, sickness rarely starts suddenly. Sicknesses don't usually start suddenly. More often than not, it do start gradually with silent symptoms. Sickness do start with silent symptoms, not violent symptoms. And one of the ways you know that you are sick is when you notice loss of appetite for food. Take yourself to where you are going to be checked. You are going to discover that uh, <laughs> something is going wrong in your physiological system. So, doctors understand the implication of the deprivation of nutrients to the different organs of the body that loss of appetite for food can cause. So, like I keep saying, in like manner, when a believer lost appetite for the word of God, such a believer will lose the source of his immunity to resist sin. I told you that bodily nutrients fight germs. Spiritual nutrients that we receive from the word of God also fight demons, also fight sin. So, when a believer therefore lost appetite for the word of God, such a believer will lose the source of his immunity to resist sin. Such a believer cannot fight the devil anymore. Psalm 11911 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. So when the word is not there, you succumb to sin. When the word is resident in you and you apply it, you overcome sin. You will not succumb to sin again. Because the Lord will revive your appetite for his word this morning. In the name of Jesus. So, just like sickness don't always come suddenly, don't come violently, but come silently, backsliding is never a violent occurrence. Backsliding from faith is never a violent occurrence. It takes a gradual and silent process to backslide. Okay? And one of the ways it starts is loss of appetite for the word of God. Loss of appetite for the word of God signals that a believer is being drawn away to sinful living. When you begin to resist the word of God, when you begin, when you lose your appetite for reading the word, hearing the word, meditating on the word, or when you become selective, you don't want to read certain aspects of the scripture because it will confront your sin. You don't want to listen to certain kind of preacher because they will not pamper you. It's a signal that you have been drawn away to sinful living. So bread and life are inseparable. Bread and life are inseparable. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He went on to say in another place, without me, you can do nothing. So bread and life are inseparable. John 15, 
I read the fourth and fifth verses. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Yet, Jesus is not the muscle of pandemonium that you will swallow. But rather, is the word of God. So when you allow the word of God to dwell in you, Christ is dwelling. Say, for without me, you can do nothing. But by the application of the word of God, we can do so much. Absence of bread and temptation are next door neighbors. I have said this before, but not this way. That wherever <laughs> you find hunger, okay, sin is not far away. So, absence of bread and temptation are next door neighbors. So, the psalmist said, Your word have I hid in my heart so that I will not sin. So, hunger is a weapon in the hand of the devil. Take advantage of man. Only God knows how many destinies have been destroyed because of hunger. Only God knows how many destinies are now on the streets bearing harms and causing havoc and making means of life fly who? Okay? Through violent means. And what pushed them there? Hunger. Only God knows how many destiny of ladies have been destroyed, have been pushed into prostitution. Hunger. So, absence of bread and temptation are next door neighbor. So, when you have physical hunger, okay, and you lack spiritual bread, you are a prey for the devil. Because there will not be anything to check you and curb you from going into a sinful way of living. My prayer is that both physical bread and spiritual bread, you will not lack any. But it's more dangerous, more destructive to lack the spiritual bread. So, hunger is a weapon in the hand of the devil. They take advantage of man. Esau is a good example in this regard. So, when there is hunger for bread, and there is also lack of appetite for spiritual bread, okay, most of the evils that we read about in the Bible can set in covetousness for the forbidden bread, which actually is a shortcut to death and destruction and consequently hellfire. Everything that God forbid, okay, are the things you want to do when you lose your appetite for the word of God. Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit. Why? Because they abandoned the counsel of God. They went contrary to the commandment of God. They ate the forbidden fruit and they lost eternal life. Glory to God. Jesus came. He offered his body as the living bread to restore us to eternal life. So when you feed on the word of God, the Holy Spirit is putting the sword in your hand to fight and win the battles of life. When you feed on the word of God, what is happening is that, is that the Holy Spirit is putting the sword in your hand to fight and win the battle of life. In the face of the battle of life, in the face of all the evil that is making men to quit the faith, the word of God will sustain you. You will win in the battle of life. In Jesus' name. We believe you'll be blessed by the ministry of this message. You will do well to be the doer of all you've heard. For further inquiry and spiritual help, contact this number 80 
0302-242-5882 or worship with us at Oasis of Wisdom Bible Church or Justin's University of Ilorin, teaching hospital, Okelsey Ilorin. God bless you.